All right. Today's date is Sunday, May 15th, 2022. We are reading from the big book of AA, pages 83, beginning with If We Are Painstaking, through page 84, Are These Extravagant Promises? Tanya will be our reader, followed by a 20-minute share by Nancy S. Uh, so, uh, Tanya, would you like to begin? Thank you, Michael. <clears throat> Excuse me. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down this scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. A hold at, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Thank you. All right. Uh, and you, uh, I don't often have the... Uh the opportunity to introduce a speaker that I actually know because there's such a large, large, large meeting and all, but I actually know this, the person who's speaking today. So uh, without any further ado, uh, it's my pleasure to introduce Nancy S. Uh, Nancy, uh, would you like me to let you know when uh, you have five minutes left? Would that be helpful? That would be helpful, Michael. All right, Thank Nancy. You. Okay. Thank you. Hi, my name is Nancy and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I'll be talking about the nine step promises, you know, Kim, thanks for asking me to speak on this. Um, you know, where it begins, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we're halfway through. Um, what I know today is because, you know, the big book is my textbook for learning is that means when we're half, like we're actually half, halfway through these amends. You know, so say if you have 20 of them or, you know, by the time you get through 10, you'll experience some of these promises. And, you know, I truly saw this, you know, I know the steps are in order for a reason. And, um, you know, I had to find out what was wrong with me first when I came in here. You know, I had an allergy of the body and obsession of the mind. So all those years when I was trying to control my food, my weight, my life, practically everybody, you know, it never worked. So from 14 to 41, I basically lived in step one. I didn't know that at the time, but I know that now after being through these steps, because I had periods of, you know, abstinence and back, tried every kind of method, you know, all the things that it that it says in the book. And, you know, it's truly when somebody sat with me about the doctor's opinion and shout out to Dr. Silkworth, you know, to tell me why I eat the way I do. I eat those alcoholic foods, you know, just like it says in the big book, you know, men and women, and I'll just say, you know, it says drink, but eat, you know, I eat those alcoholic foods because they produce that sensation, you know, and then I, that developed that phenomenon of craving and, you know, and I, at some time in down the road, I can't differentiate the truth from the false and this compulsive eating 
life just seems like the normal one. And I become restless, irritable, discontent, you know, and then once I take those foods again, again, I, you know, and I succumb to it. And I, and I guess the thing, you know, and I, you know, I'm, re, you know, it says remorseful, firm resolution. I'm, I'm not going to do this, you know, and then it is just repeated over and over. And, you know, I could say over 50 times, you know, and, uh, you know, there's little hope if, if I don't, if I don't change this, if I, with the help of a sponsor and taking me through these steps. And then, you know, step two, came, I have to come to believe in a power greater than myself. That's all I was told, you know, because obviously what I was doing wasn't working. And, you know, I started to understand, of course, when I, you know, read We Agnostics, to get rid of that old ideas, my thinking and attitude and, you know, because as a kid, you know, I had a Catholic religion upbringing and a nun told me on a daily basis that I was bad, God was going to punish me. And you know what? I thought that was truth because she was married to God. I know I share this, but as an eight-year-old kid, that fear, but here's the truth. The truth of the matter is I took that through my life so I could stay the victim and prove that that God didn't care about me. Thank God for this program, you know? And then step three, uh, you know, I'm seeking God. It didn't come easy, you know, turn my will and my life over to care of God. By the time I got here and went through that big book, that step three, and saw myself, selfishness, self-centered, that's the root, you know, of my problem, driven by a hundred forms of fear. I hope I get all this right, self-delusion, self-seeking, self-pity, whatever, that self, 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 you know, and more self, you know, at this point, I truly didn't understand. But what I saw is how I tried to run the show, my life, everybody. And I was in a constant state of always feeling let down. But what I learned is, you know, basically, you know, my troubles were of my own making. They arised out of myself. I only learned that here. You think I wanted to hear that stuff? So by the time I get there, now I'm like, God, I want to move on. Like I, I'm looking at myself, like I, I got to move on with these this four step, you know? And let's face it for me, that fourth col column was the realization of everything that I resented in people. Like I have done myself, you know? and. You know, as a young girl, I resented my mom and I, I do talk about this, but this is a big, you know, and I discovered some things lately, you know, I resented her because she was overweight. It's, it's crazy. Like she would cook for our family or six of us, my dad and every night. And I can remember her being on a liquid diet and starving herself. And I remember I used to say, why can't she fix herself? Why can't she lose weight? That's my mom. She should be able to do this. This was me as a kid, you know, and I started to resent her, you know, over the years. And you know what? I had, I turned out the same way and had the same things. So what I learned is I made her out like she should have been God, you know, to be able to fix her eating and her weight issue. And, and uh, so, you know, and she couldn't, so I resented her. It's amazing 
that this realization is from going through the steps and I keep learning, you know, why I'm taking somebody else through it. And somebody might discuss something with me that I was like, wow, I never looked at it like that. You know, and we go to the fifth, I tell, you know, another human being and God, and it's a powerful, I want to be around like-minded people who are going to tell me the truth. Cause you know, I like to lie and make up stuff sometimes in my head and six and seven, you know, my defects and, you know, and my shortcomings are the things in life that I haven't experienced yet. And I, I, I come up short. So I'm always looking, you know, and getting rid of the scorecards and all that stuff. And, and for me, all roads lead back to step three when that selfishness kicks in. So, you know, eight and nine, you know, I take the list of the people and, you know, and I, I need to say, I had to do this with the help of a sponsor because my first amends that I made years ago didn't work out real well because I took it upon myself, you know, I was going to fix something, a relationship. And so it doesn't matter what it is today, you know, a 10 step if I'm, you know, I run it by my sponsor or somebody, you know, a recovered person that um, knows how this works. And, you know, so, you know, the immense thing, and it was my mom, she, you know, it's so when it says, are we painstaking about this phase of our development? We will be amazed before we are halfway through. I can remember starting the amends with my mother because I blamed her for everything in my life and I never looked at her any other way. You know, why did she have to be overweight? Why can't she control her weight? I put so much expectations, you know, she could never live up to them. She wasn't God. And she suffered from the same thing I did. So when I went to her and I made amends, I truly understand how I harmed her, how I treated her. I never looked at her like, you know, she was a woman first, a mom, herself, a daughter, a sister, you know. So it says, it, you know, then it tells us it's, uh, it's amazing because when we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Like, you know, to do these events with my mom and how I treated her, always saying stuff to my father about her and not realizing how much she suffered from this disease. She had six kids and was always trying to lose weight. I had one child and I was devastated because my weight went from 115 to 215. That's like a song for me, 115 to 215. So, you know, where it says, um, we will not regret the past or wish to shut the door on it. You know, something recently <clears throat> came up with my, about my mom when I was talking to my brother and he had things in his life, you know, with our parents, our childhood, you know, I don't have to get into the whole, you know, thing, but, and I, I opened up from my perspective, not telling him what he should believe and how I never looked at our mom in a different way and how hard it must have been for her getting married young, having six kids, taking care of her parents, my father's parents. And like, I never gave her a fair shake. And I actually explained to him as a young girl how it was, you know, being overweight, why couldn't she fix herself? And I said, you know, all those years later, that was me. And I couldn't fix it either.
So I'll never shut the door on the past because there are things I can keep learning from and I can help somebody else in the program, out of the program. You know, it's, uh, I, I keep learning. So next when it says, uh, we will comprehend the word serenity and we, and we will know peace. You know, through making these amends, it's where the promises really came true because not only once with my mom, it was three or four times I made amends to my mom because of life experiences. As a mother, you know, I became a mother and my son started to treat me and say things that were hurtful. And I realized, wow, I really know now how my mother must have felt the things that I was saying to her, you know, because what my son was saying to me was breaking my heart as a mom. And uh, I made another amends that I explained, like I didn't realize. She used to always get all nervous. Oh, no, no, that program stuff, you know. But this was over the years. And, you know, this is why if I stay in this and look at these things, you know, things change, you know, and then it says, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see our, our experience can benefit others. You know, my brother's not in a 12-step program, but we were able to talk about things with our parents and our childhood, and I didn't have any, like, ill feelings towards my parents, because who changed? I did. I did, and I didn't have to use all this you know, moving forward in my life. So that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. And that truly started to happen when I started, you know, because before I was just focused on me, what was done to me, blah, 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 you know, all the blame stuff and, you know, take me out of it and it's blah, blah, blah. You know, they're the stuff I needed to hear because that's what I was doing. You know, you're going to go through the, you know, so I go through these steps and it slips away, you know, and, and stuff comes back. Hey, you know, that's why I wake up in the morning and, you know, I ask God to divorce myself from self-pity, selfish, I mean, self-seeking, dishonesty. You know, I, I have a morning prayers throughout the day, nightly review that I can tap into anytime. This is the beauty of the program. It's just not set, you know, the for me, the big book is the, is my textbook for life. Who would have thought that, you know? We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away and our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. You know, so this truly happened, like with my mom. Our relationship got so much better and then my own son having his addictions and I would talk to her about it, you know? Never thought. Never thought this would have happened. And then she got sick. My mom got sick. She got dementia. And that's that self-seeking will slip, slip away. And we gain interest in, you know, whether it's our fellow sponsees and family members. So when she got sick, me and my siblings took care of her. That was not the girl <laughs> when I walked in here. I really honestly wanted nothing to do with her. It was just surface family stuff because my father would say stuff to me or my sisters, why do you got to be that way? And, you know, I had all the answers. I didn't know anything. So, you know, I go through these steps and I'm able 
to be the daughter that I really wanted to be and have that relationship with her and, you know, wanting to help, wanting to. So, you know, it's amazing how this program works. So, you know, my mom passed away and I truly wanted to be there. And you know what? I felt love for her and all those years of resentment, anger, they were all gone. And then I have, now I have these beautiful memories of my mom. And I, and when I think of her, I don't go over it anymore with someone, only when I'm helping someone who's had the same experience that I can use my experience, you know. So our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. And I'm no longer in that dark, dark place of guilt, shame, you know, cause that's, Guilt, that's the gift that keeps on giving, not today. So then, you know. Nancy, five minutes. Okay, great. I'll, I'll wrap it up. Yep. Um, so, you know, next, that fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us, you know, and that came true too. I was in a job and the first four years there, all I worried about was I'm a single mom. I'm never going to make this. Afraid to take any kind of chances, you know. If I wasn't going to be successful, I didn't do it, you know. And then I started the program, working the steps, and I took on new opportunities. I was still scared, trust me, but because I had a God of my understanding who I was trusting and relying on, I took on a new job or opportunity with my company, went back to school, to college <laughs> at Drexel. This still amazes me. Just it's because of this program and God, we will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. My whole life was a baffle, you know? And when we, when it talks about that sixth sense for me, that's the baffling where I got consciousness and my life, because I knew my life without God and this spiritual journey is nothing. This is just me. I begin to sense something different in my life. Sometimes like it's even hard to explain until I look at it in a sense of like, you know, our five senses, touch, I'm gonna get the hearing, sight, smell, taste, those tangible things, but it's that inside job, that conscious contact with God that truly is amazing, like to explain it to somebody. But if you've been through these steps, like you get it. And we suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for myself. My whole life was wondering, what was I missing? I was disconnected from the world. Everyone had the meeting and I was the outcaster. So I come into OA, I'm told it's spiritual program. I shut my mind off, but I could begin these steps and a whole new world opens up. You know, I had to put the food down. I had to clear this crazy brain fog. And, you know, I knew I couldn't eat those alcoholics foods anymore. Game over with the food. I'm safe and protected. Are these extravagant promises? Think about it for yourself and answer it. For me, I get quiet time in the morning with God. You know, I get right. I sit quiet. I can ask for strength and direction all day long, you know, review my day. Where else can I go and get a whole other way of thinking and living? It's I get free and it's free. Where can you get free? Where can you go to get something free and it's free to get free? Oh, Sadala. I spent a lot of money over the years on all kinds of, you know, weight loss, this, that, psych, psych therapist that I lied to, you know. So I'm now retired, you know, 
which is truly amazing. And I went home last week and I was in Jersey and somebody said to me, how you doing? I said, I'm living the dream. And they looked at me and to my, I don't mean extravagant material stuff. I mean, the dream of live, of like feeling I have a purpose in life, that I can be in life, that I belong here. I used to think I had to live life perfectly. Now, now I live life, lessons learned, make progress. I never felt growing up, you know, there was always something missing. What I know today, it was, it was, it was God for me. You know, I never had any of this, you know, when I first came in here, you know, and, you know, I, I get two lives in one lifetime and you know what, over the last 20 years, there's a lot of stuff that has happened, but you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I, uh, I know I created a lot of those problems, you know, like it says, our troubles are basically of our own making, they arise out of ourselves. I'm glad I put the food down, the brain fog lifted. And, you know, I work these steps and I, I hear the wonderful message of getting recovered. Like the book, like the big book says, when the spiritual malady is overcome, we straighten out mentally and physically. So my God today is loving, caring. He's my best friend. He's the one constant thing in my life that I can depend on. And I know now it's an, it's an inside job. I look to the outer world always for validation and worth. Today, I go to God within. You know, I have to remember that these promises really do come true. My experience shows that I am truly best. So hope everybody stays in the sunlight of the spirit. That's all I got. <laughs>